The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. Hey all you cool cats and kittens, this week's episode of PSVG Prime is brought to you by the amazing Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash PSVG, but especially our amazing producers, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw, Barboni, Coach Mo, Devin Tyus, Chris McElfresh, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Mike Masick, and Zach Bradshaw. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And hey, if you'd like to do the same and support everything on the network, all of the near thousands of shows we have at this point that come out almost on a daily basis, head on over to patreon.com slash PSVG. But now, on to this week's episode. One and welcome to PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the PSVG Podcast Network. It is I, your host, Kevin, and with me is the Joe Exotic to my Carol F- Baskins, Mr. Lucas Rose. Hey, everybody. <laughs> well How's done. How's it going? It's going good. I, uh, I've had that awful Hunter's Lay Down Your Gun song stuck in my head after watching that. Thankfully, I forgot the tune, but... See, I don't remember that one. I just remember the the man sees a tiger and a tiger saw a man. That one sticks <laughs> in my head more. I I think it was at the very end. Uh, yeah, the credits was that one. Um, good good albums, all of them. I'm assuming there's more than one. Are they streaming on Amazon Prime? I might listen to them while I work tomorrow. They better be. Well, I know Josh said that there was a bar that was playing them, so it's got to be on Spotify or something. You know, well, that's true. I mean, Unless they bought it. I mean, maybe they bought it. Imagine if they actually went out and bought it. Now at this point. I man, I mean, at this point, you'd imagine that he would have have his face in, or his music, I guess. Which same difference everywhere, right? You I know? would think so. Although I mean, Maybe he was in jail, kind of... so he didn't really get to coordinate any of that. While it was <laughs> spoilers, everybody hasn't watched the show. Uh, do you think it's really him singing? That's it's not. Question. It's been confirmed. They they've interviewed the people who did actually do the singing. Oh. Uh, and his husband even said it wasn't him. He says he sings really well. He actually can sing, but it, that's not him. I noticed, like, when he sings it, he sings it okay. But, uh, I mean, when you listen to it, how can a guy who talks like this? And, by the way, I'm upset nobody thought he sounded like Slinky Dog because I think he does. He wasn't gritty earnest. enough. Slinky Dog is, is, is that's grittier. True. That's true. Um, there's no way that guy can sing like a straight up country music star. <laughs> so there is music on Amazon prime. Um, excellent, but none of them are actually him. There's one song that was released a couple days ago under Joe exotic. So it's gotta be him for that one. But I think it's a remix by Ricky retro and Joe exotic released on March 29th, 2020 called here. Kitty kitty. Oh, and there's a bunch of people who are clearly, yeah, I see that. Um, trying to use Joe Exotic because there's a bunch of Joe Exotic when you search for it, a bunch comes up, but I think there's only one song that actually features him on it. So it's probably I, clips from the show. On uh, on uh, Spotify, they do have I Saw a Tiger, <sighs> but that seems to be about it. <laughs> for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you need to watch Tiger King on Netflix, please, because the world is obsessed with it and it was amazing to watch. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it really was. 
all nuts, all bad people, all of them. But it's uh, true. Yeah. 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 Um, but hey, how, how are you holding up with the whole uh, Corona thing we got going on, apparently? <sighs> well, you know, I was telling you before the show, other than going to get groceries, we're, we're holed up here in the bunker. Actually, the weather has kind of gotten nicer, so we've been able to go outside mm. these, these last few days. I've been working on my car, getting that uh, going, and uh, you know, getting stuff done outside because it, it's just it's just trashed from the winter, like yeah. from outside. So we've been working on that, and uh, we got we both got sick for a little bit there, and you know, I was worried, but uh, everything seemed to have worked itself out. Knock on wood. And uh, other than that, you know. Everything seems final at this point. My wife got the news that, you know, school's done. That's her job. So, you know, we can kind of settle into the finality of it all and I guess look forward to what, six months down the road, August, September. That's basically. true. So you're, you're canceled for the year. I mean, you're, yep. yep. It's all done for. She's got to do the uh, online courses or whatever yeah, yeah. they decide to do. But, yep. But they're definitely that, not going back to school this year. Nope. Our governor said, no dice. So, yeah, I, th- my, I think our governor is going to do the same. She just seems to be taking a more <clears throat> conservative approach, but she doesn't want to say it yet. So she keeps pushing it out further and further just yeah. in case, like she doesn't want to say cancel, then be like in May, everything's fine. Like, Oh, well they could have gone back to school and I can't take it back now. Kind of deal. Yeah. So. Yeah. My son is probably taking it the hardest out of anybody because he got a video from his um, teacher. And later that night he was just out of nowhere. He's just like, I miss my teacher, Miss mm-hmm. Kim, Miss Willett, and uh, he start. He actually got like started crying a little bit and stuff. No. And I'm like, you know, it's your first time going to school, and you're just excited. When you're that age, you're just excited to go play yeah. with other kids and everything. Yeah, totally. And uh, that's been taken away from him uh, for at this point in time. So it's a it's a weird thing. So we're both obviously. I mean, everybody's affected by this, but we're both affected by it in very different ways. Like. I'm not used to having to be around people. I mean, actually, I'm not used to to not being around people, and you yeah. are not used to being around people. Like it's both reverse. Like you're used to having some time to yourself. You know, obviously, you have your daughter there, but it's you get daddy time. Yep. And I'm typically at work interacting with other people, and then I come home, and then it's family time. So it's always just interacting with people, mm-hmm. and we're both dealing with this in different ways. It's true. I I do. It's weird because my wife and I used to u- watch like one thing a week yeah. uh, on like Wednesdays. And now it's been almost every night basically because she's not tired from waking up at six o'clock in the morning yeah. or whatever. And she doesn't have to go to bed immediately when she gets home basically. So in those, in those ways, you know, it's, it's basically like summer, summer came early. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, so she's used to it, but I know she had said that there, there were some talks about uh, her school district going to a possible uh, all-year-round school plan, which Ooh. I think she prefers because she doesn't do well when she's sitting at home. Mm. Uh, she prefer, I mean, if she's not working, you know, she's cleaning Annoying the you. house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making me clean the house and do stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is. It is tough to not have. I mean, it's hard. You'll see when we talk about games. I, I have. Not as much time, nearly yeah. at all, to to uh, do the things that I used to do. But you, which you which is weird, it right? It's weird too, because like I, I mean, I have different things on my list too. But realistically, like I I've lost a lot of my game time too. And the only reason I have stuff on here 
is really because we push this recording back a few days and I got time because the weekend, like my work is actually way busier now when typically, and Jason makes make this joke all the time. Like when I work from home, I would sneak in games all the time because I mm-hmm. like, I would work from home one or two days a week at the most. So I would just, I would take it easy on those days and then catch up on the rest of the week when I was back in the office. Mm-hmm. I have no free time now. Like I'm logging in at like seven in the morning and I'm typically not logging off till about four thirty, five o'clock. And I'm like, constantly working I'm, I'm eating my lunch while working like i'm doing breakfast like i don't take any breaks because i've just been so busy and the same thing it's like then at the end of the day i'm like i don't want to you know ignore my family that i've been ignoring all day because of the work thing yeah um, so then we kind of do the family time and then you know eight o'clock hits and i can play stuff for like maybe an hour but sometimes i just don't feel like i've just been tired sleep schedules all screwed up like what day is it like it's it's really weird thing like i actually wanted to nap today and i don't ever ever do that unless i'm sick like and really sick um, and I didn't, wow. I didn't actually nap, but I felt like, and I'm like, this is weird. It's like one o'clock. Why am I so tired? Just, it's all screwed up. That's weird. You say that. Cause I've had the same, pro- I, in fact, I went to bed like, uh, two hours early yesterday. Cause I was just, it, it's very unlike me to go to bed early, even if I'm tired at night, because yeah. it's the only time I get to do anything. Mm-hmm. And no, typically I'll just uh, watch something instead of play a game. Cause yeah. I'm tired and don't want to move my arms apparently or have to think, <laughs> but, uh, Yesterday, I just threw in the towel. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. I can't, you know, I'll throw in the towel and maybe t- tomorrow will be a better day. Uh, but lately, that's been the case where I, even if I do have a little bit of time, I haven't played anything because I'm tired and I-, I don't know what it is either. I don't know if it's because everybody's supercharged from being home and mm. not, I mean, sleep has been affected a little bit by that. So because the routines, you yep. think there would be a strong routine being at home, but Seems we actually worse. have to go out of our way to mm-hmm. make a routine it's it's way worse yeah because we it's, just kind of do whatever whenever yeah it's it's been nuts to like even just the the cooking and, and the meal prep we normally do like we're we, we would typically cook meals every day except for like fridays and saturdays like fridays we do take out and saturdays kind of like a fend for yourself day we tell the older kids like just find something have it for dinner whether it's leftover or something from the freezer yeah. go ahead you know you're on your own they're old enough they all know how to cook so it's fine um but lately it's just been more of like we got we were really good when this all started we're still doing the meal prep but now it's just like i feel like cooking let's Mm -hmm. get something or you know we'll just do something from the freezer instead which we typically never do it's always like all right we're making you know pasta or you know like actual stuff like we're cooking it's not just heated up in the oven but we've kind of resorted resorted to that a little bit it's like yeah so have we i'm right there with you you know especially now that we started shopping at sam's club just so we could do the two least amount of uh, grocery trips. Yes. The problem with that is you end up buying a lot more food that you just get out of a box. You know, that's, like, that's uh, why I had to pizza. buy that. That's why I had to buy that giant freezer behind it. That's not a fridge. That's a freezer. Um, we got the BJ's membership and did the same thing. And it's, you're right. Same thing. Like we are still buying like before this hit. Um, so we still have some cause we, <clears throat> you have to buy in bulk. We have bulk meat, bulk pork, bulk beef, you know, chicken. And we just, when we purchase it, we split it and then we freeze it in portions that we able to take it out. Okay. This is for one yep. meal. And we do that, but it's like, okay, it takes, you know, a day or two to defrost mm-hmm. in, in the fridge. So it's like, you have to factor in that. So like you have to prep two days ahead of time for what you're going to make, unless it's something, you know, you know, that's not frozen. And, and then by but. the time it is time to make that dish, you're like, I don't want to eat that. Yep. Or at least I get that all the time. Yep. I'm just like, this doesn't sound good. Yeah. Let's just let it go to waste. <laughs> yep. Throw it away. Let's get McDonald's now. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. But hey, we're here to talk about the little bit of video games we did play. So let's jump into that, Lucas. What what did you actually play since we last spoke? All right. Well, uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, number one. It is done. I can put it down and I can feel good about it because 
I have obtained the 100%. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. In a Lego game, that is super hard because that's like all the red bricks, all the gold bricks, yeah. all the mini kits, all the characters. Like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was e- I think it was easier because it's being it being Marvel. I kind of know most of the characters. Yeah, and right. So that's more fun to me than uh, some of the other games. But yeah, it definitely got tedious there for a while. The good thing is that this game puts everything on the map so you don't really have to go and find it we went back and started playing batman 2 and you don't even have a mini map when you're nope. playing that game you have a compass mm-hmm. and they barely tell you anything that's going on so in a game like that i can definitely see how it would be way harder this one is a little bit softer but the very fat the very last one that we had to find was taskmaster and okay. i thought we were all the way done but it was 99.9 percent, and we had a question mark that was not uh, found I'm like where is this turned out it was way out in the middle of nowhere like over the <laughs> ocean or over the sea <laughs> yeah and um it was like floating on this platform and it was a part of the map that we hadn't uncovered because we hadn't gone over why that would part you go yet. over there yeah, if yeah. It's in the middle of the ocean so it was like way out in the middle of nowhere and i had to look that up because i i couldn't figure out one who we were missing yeah and two where that would be at because you again they pop up on the mini map so you can see them uh but yeah saved stan lee countless times oh that's right too yeah yeah uh yep did it all replayed all of the missions uh i had my son with me so yeah. you know he helped me and, sure uh, we d- i basically <laughs> quotes, did it for him helped yeah. yeah helped uh he uh actually he was able to get some gold bricks he surprised me a few no, times good. where he could figure out i think he saw me doing things like moving things with magneto uh and stuff like that so he could kind of figure out what he was supposed to do but you know, I'd be interested to see how many he actually got. I'm sure it was under 10, but uh, yeah, overall, it was really fun. The problem is there's really no point in unlocking any of the extra characters. Yeah, after the story. Uh, yeah, because well, once you have a character that does the thing that you need it to do, like lightning or a big guy or, or whatever, magnetic power. Uh, it's like, why do you need another one that does that? Yeah, Except for, it's just a different character. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, it was it was fun to do, and uh, and now you know we don't have to play that ever again. <laughs> I guess <laughs> now you got to play part two. Exactly. Although I am worried uh, since you told me there's no open world or no New York City. Uh, yeah. I don't know how well he'll like it because yeah, that's, that's been the problem with the other. Like Batman, the Batman and ones. stuff like that. Uh, the other game that I've only checked out a little bit is the totally reliable delivery service. Uh, here's the funny thing: so my son, we watched that together, and uh, he we watched the trailer. Yeah, and I, I I wanted to see if he would like it because I thought, okay, he could play this with me because there's no you know nothing that's inappropriate for him. And we watched the trailer, and he loved it so much. That he want he we watched it like five times because <laughs> he liked the vehicles he liked yep. seeing all the the blobby characters flying around the place, um, and so, you know we he he giggled, laughed the whole time. So we I got the game I downloaded it and we we played it, and uh, he had a really good time with it. it. It's a little difficult because you have to use the triggers and the shoulder buttons to yep. raise your arms or grab things. And that's kind of hard for him to to do right now to be able to. to it was hard for down. me. I tried this a little bit too. Yeah, I yeah. I think I played another game that was similar to this, so I kind of knew of that 
but it, it, I think it's hard for everybody. I think it's kind of part of the difficulty of playing mm. the game. But even to be able to use any of the vehicles or anything, you still have to hold down those buttons because it's all kind of joystick based. You'll see yep. your character grab this joystick thing and and then you can control the the vehicle. But once he got a hang of at least the grab system, I would do the vehicles. He would like hop onto whatever we were doing and we just messed around. We we delivered like one or two packages and then after that he just wanted to explore. And yeah. I've never I've never heard him laugh so much uh about a game, you know, because we're finding cannons to shoot each other out of or flying up in the air and and uh exploding for no reason <laughs> all sorts of stuff so it's an it's a nice little time waster in that sense but i really do want to actually play the the delivery service part of the game because it looks like it it would be a lot of fun and uh kind of something that is surprisingly uh kind of puts you on the edge of your seat even though yeah. it's fairly simplistic depending on what you're doing but um like whether or not you're flying or or driving or whatever, there there seem to be a lot to do there. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty fairly large open world uh, with different like areas where you can do more deliveries. So, I I might be able to talk my wife into playing this game. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. At least for a, at least to try it out with another adult yeah. instead of a uh, another kid or another game with me playing with my kids. So. Although he probably has more experience than she would playing a game though so he might actually still be better yes yes he does uh i the only problem is he doesn't understand the 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 concepts given in the game right right so we'll see what wins out concept understanding or pure natural talent so yeah yeah i i tried it too and i uh, by myself though and and i i'm no good at these games like it's hard with one person like because I would yeah. do the mission, like you grab the box, you put it in the back of the truck, and you got to drive it to the bridge. Every single time I started driving, the box would fall out of the back of the truck. Yep. Just yep. because of the momentum. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? It's like, if I had somebody else to sit in the back of the truck and hold the box, okay, then it'd be fine. But I, I couldn't do it. So it was like, it took a really long time to get to do some of these things. I'm like, it's a little frustrating with one person. So I think with two people, it'd be fun. So um, if your wife won't play, we can we can try online. I know it has that mode Oh, yeah, too, that's so right. I forget about the online. Yeah, that'd be totally cool. Yeah. And you, you play a little Animal Crossing, I, I hope. Uh, yeah, I've been – I put it – okay, so what happened was I was stressing about getting the, the fish, the stupid Which you shouldn't fish. stress about because it doesn't matter. But. I know, I know, I know. But part of me is just like, oh, if I'm going to get them, I got to get them before the end of the month. So when that clearly wasn't going to happen – in fact, I barely tried for the last two days of the month – I uh, kind of set the game aside for a little while, and uh, my son doesn't seem to be too interested in playing it. So right now, it makes it hard for me to start the game up at all. Yeah. Um, so I played a little bit now with the the Bunny Day event going on. Got to tell you, I'm looking forward to the day when I'm not finding uh, eggs in everything because I'm looking for everything but eggs right now. Yeah. And it's just like. Oh, more eggs. Great. It, yeah, it's it's tough. So like my wife and I are both kind of stressing about it because like we're like, well, we want to get all the stuff. So in order to get all the things from the rabbit, you have to craft everything. Yeah. And there's like 20, 25 things, but they don't give you the recipes. Like you have to keep playing to find the recipes to then craft it. And it's like mm-hmm. some of them are in balloons. Some of them are on the shore. Like it's just it's ridiculous. And I'm at the same point too. Where like I, I want it to be over because I want to be able to just make money off fish and bugs again, which I can't really do because everything is popping up eggs instead. Um, it's a weird thing because it's a long event 
that kind of took over. Like that never happened in Animal Crossing. Like they've done events, yes, mm-hmm. but it's never been like it's hindered the regular gameplay by having this event though. And that's yeah. really hasn't ever happened. I mean, this is the first time, so they can always change it, make, you know, adjustments next year or whatever, but it seems like it's a lot where like, you're right. I want to do other things. And like, it's hard to focus because you can't make as much bells right now because you can't just fish all the time. Cause you're going to get tons of eggs in the process. It's going to take you a lot longer. Um, but you know, we're, we're chugging our way through that. My wife is a lot closer to being completed with it already, even though it runs for like another seven days, I think. Yeah. It ends on the 12th. So, um, it's a long time for that to go through, but I'm still playing it. We're, we're evolving our town. Like we've got the campsite built now. The, the, the able sisters, the, the people, the clothing store is actually going to open up as a store yeah. instead of just a vendor. I got that um, tomorrow coming in. Yeah. So we have, we have a certain couple things going on and we're, you know, more people are moving in. I think we're up to like six villagers now or we will be by tomorrow. Nice. Um, so yeah, we're kind of chugging away and having fun. Um, my wife is playing it a lot, which is, it's fun to see her play games again. Um, besides she did play, um, Two Point Hospital. She played that a lot um, <laughs> yes. leading up to Animal Crossing. So it's good to see her play Animal Crossing. It's something I can engage with her more and play with than, than I could One Point Hospital because that's really just like a single player experience kind of deal. Um, other than that, though, uh, Resident Evil 3 came out, the remake, remaster. Yes. I have only played about an hour of it um, because I had a review game kind of well, dropped then you're my almost lap done. Rush. <laughs> Apparently. Um, which I don't know why people are so angry about. Like, it's first off, the game has existed before. It's not new news. It's a remake of the, the game. Yeah. And there's multiplayer, and there's you can play the campaign with, as somebody else with a slightly different story. So it's really not just over after four hours. It's really kind of a big misconception there. Um, but it is really well done. I think if you enjoyed Resident Evil Two, the remake, that this is just as good. Um, some people are upset because the Jill classic outfit you can't look up her skirt because then it's now a squirt. Ah. What? Yep. Gosh. Yeah. How how will I ever see Jill in compromising positions in this day and age if they don't put it in the video game? It's true. There's no other resources for that at all. Ridiculous. It is. It is. Um, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, I, I do want to get back to playing it. I think I'm going to be able to play it a little bit more tomorrow morning. Um, but the reason I wasn't able to dive into this game as much as I was hope I, I would be able to was we had a rush um, game review come in that I have to have wrapped up by like tomorrow or Tuesday. Um, one piece pirate warriors four yeah interesting so are you familiar with the one piece i am familiar with one piece and i'm i know of these games because i got them from humble bundle and my question has always been yeah i think i got two or three um my question is if i don't know anything about it and i start with two or three do i do like do i need to play the whole series am i going to know what's going on what um fill me in What's yeah so i know or knew nothing about one piece going in like i know i recognize the logo you saw kids you know wearing t-shirts you see hot topic with merchandise like i've seen the dvd cover so i'm familiar mm-hmm. with what it looks like um but the story i don't know anything other than the pirates um so each one at least to my knowledge at least this one is it's carved out story amongst itself okay so they don't really matter what happened before um, they don't tie into it. They kind of give you just enough information to be like, okay, I understand what's going on here. Here are the characters. Here's these, these different characters' backgrounds. Um, but it is similar to my experience with Dragon Ball Z, where it's like, okay, if you are if you don't know them, you're not given a whole lot. But it doesn't really matter because it's not a retelling of the story. Um, my understanding is that this is a new story for this game. It's not tied to something that's been existing. Uh, so nobody can be like, um, actually, that didn't happen that way. You know, it's not, none of that. Um 
the the concept though for people who aren't familiar this is a warriors game so like a dynasty warriors a samurai warriors a hyrule warriors fireman warriors it's that type of game um but they're pirates and in this world apparently you could eat um demon fruit and if you do you gain abilities based on the fruit that you ate so the main character luffy i think is his name he ate a rubber fruit so he basically is a karate version of mr fantastic (laughs) so he's like super stretchy he changes shapes you know he twists around and into stuff um and then you have other people who you know you have this guy's a a skilled samurai you have another guy who's like a kung fu martial artist you have somebody who's like a ranged attacker that makes devices and uses explosives um that's a weird fruit to eat and well just just Oh, just Luffy just had one, just the okay. first guy. The other people, that's just their abilities. But there are other people you encounter that have different um, things, like whether it's fire or you know steel and stuff like. They all have different abilities, um, almost like Mega Man if you think of it that way. Um, I don't really know what's going on. The story does seem to be a bit weirdly cut because, like, you'll fight a boss and you'll clearly beat the boss, and then it goes to the cutscene and you lost to the boss. And I'm like, I don't oh. like it's for the sake of the story. Yeah, but I'm like, I just beat him How, why am i now in handcuffs or whatever the case is like this makes no sense and sometimes they kind of glance over pieces of story like you'll finish a section and then it'll go to a cut scene and then now the next scene is starting like oh and these two people were captured trying to do this and you're like when the hell did that just happen because we we're, we're literally just together like show so don't tell exactly so that that's kind of a problem there however I am really, really enjoying this game. I think I like the I like the Warriors games though, and this one's different because it's not just swords or like like Legend of Zelda. Some people use magic stuff like that. Like this is a different type of combat, and every character I've unlocked so far, I only have about eight or nine. They all play very differently, hmm. with different special moves, different abilities, different combat styles. Um, it's not the copycat thing you saw in like Fire Emblem Warriors. Like each knight played like a knight. Like there really wasn't a huge difference. Yeah. There are 43 characters in this game that you Holy can play as crap. And there's more to be released as DLC. So if they really keep this wide variety of combat, it's a lot of fun because it doesn't feel as repetitive, even though these games are extremely repetitive. Like, Hey, I beat 3000 people in this one mission today. Cause you just get swarms of enemies. And you wipe them all out. Yeah. Um, but because everybody plays a little bit differently and you can upgrade their abilities and stuff like that, like you can with all these games, it keeps me, at least engage enough to say, okay, I'll play this guy this level, then I'll change people here, and I'll, I'll just keep trying different people to get a different experience. It's a lot of fun, and I find that I don't really know what's going on in the story to be a little offsetting, but I think I, f- I know enough to, to get it, but it's a lot of fun. It's a great, just like, I don't need to think. I'm just going to unplug my brain and just take out, you know, 3,000 enemies in a match. Like, the combat is just super satisfying. It's just a button masher, like, super simple. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, the graphics are, are good. It looks like the anime for what it is, you know. Uh, does not look as good as Dragon Ball Z Kakarot does. I'm not even going to try and pretend it does. Um, this looks like a very early gen game. I don't think they're really trying to push it, though, either. So, because it, the, the art style doesn't really warrant going to, like, super, you know, 4K. It, the game just needs to run well, really, is all it is. Yeah. And it does. Does I don't get the slowdown. I don't get the laggy from too many characters on screen. Um, it's a lot of fun. So full, full review will be out in a couple days after you hear this. So check that out on gamesreviews.com. But it's another game, once again, that I would have never played. But they were like, hey, we need somebody who's available. I'm like, well, I can do it because I knew it this weekend. I wouldn't have anything to do. And they gave it to me. I'm like, well, this is this is fun. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Wow. I was yeah. not expecting that from you at all. Nope. And Donnie said the same thing. He's like, really? This doesn't sound like your kind of game. I was like, well, so the subject matter, no. 
but it doesn't matter as far as the game is concerned. Like it's the gameplay loop, it's the mechanics of the game, and I like the variety of combat. That's really all I need the for this kind play- of game. The real question is, are you going to watch the anime now? <laughs> I am almost intrigued. I will say I, I thought about it. I'm like, maybe it's on Hulu. I think it's on something. Yeah. Um, my cousin, who's actually into anime, her and her fiance, they just started watching it. And they like post that Facebook. I'm like, oh, that's funny because I'm playing a game on that right now. She goes, we're early in. She goes, but it's pretty good. And I'm like, maybe I will. Like, I don't know. Just background noise while I'm working or something. So, yeah, I might. I might at least give it a shot to see what it's about. The Oh, one thing, though, I do not like about the game. Yeah. All of these games I've played that are based on anime games, which a lot of them have been for games reviews, um, you have the option of picking the American voice actors or the Japanese. Yeah. This one I do not. So everything is in Japanese. Oh. So okay. you get the subtitles so you can read, which is fine on a cutscene, but in combat, it's not super great. I, I can't really read what's going on at the same time as I'm fighting you know, hundreds oh, of enemies yeah. on screen at the same time. So I might be missing some stuff there. But ultimately, like, I, I kind of like I know people prefer the Japanese voice actors as far as like the voices match the character better. Yeah. But I'd rather be able to understand what's being said over that. So I don't know. So everything's a lot of. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. My five my five year old was downstairs and I was playing early today. She kind of like looked at the screen. I'm like, no, they're not speaking English. She's like, OK, I didn't know what they were saying. I'm like, yeah, you're not supposed to. She's like, OK. And she went back to playing. I'm like, <laughs> but. Yeah, it's pretty good. So if you're a fan of the, of the the Warriors types games, I would at this point recommend it. Um, and if you're a fan of One Piece, I think it has everything you'd enjoy because it seems to be faithful to what that does, as well as be a decent game on top of it. Which I know with licensed material, sometimes is good, sometimes it's not. But mm-hmm. I think this was good so far. Nice. Yeah. So that's it. That's all we've been playing. We'll have more to talk about next week, hopefully. Knock on wood, if things get a little bit better. Um, but that's enough from us. It's time to hear from you. So it's time to check out the messages. Message for you, sir. So I will preface this by saying I I requested messages on Twitter, and it also included a gif of Patrick Starr of SpongeBob fame raising his hand and asking, is mayonnaise an instrument? And Delvin Cox replied, that was going to be my question. So Lucas, first question, is mayonnaise an instrument? Um, I don't want to say no. Because, you know, anything can be a, an instrument. Uh, the question is, if you wield the mayonnaise as an instrument, are you any good? Because, like, I can go pick up a guitar or, or play a flute or whatever. Yeah, it's an instrument. So what? You got to make it sound good. That's so, true. Delvin, if you can make mayonnaise sound good, it's an instrument. And, and you need to be proud of that. You need to put it between your hands. You just the mayonnaise, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I was thinking of more like a a leave it in the jar, but kind of squelch it, you know, like a slime, you know, just make a fart and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, have you seen bring in the noise, bring in the condiments? No. You should check it out. It sounds delicious, though. It was the sequel to Bringing the Noise, Bringing the Funk on Broadway. But, you know, Broadway's shut down now, so it didn't really get a chance to, to take off. So it's, I understand why you haven't heard of it. Mm. It's fine. Um, next question from Justin Pickard. Why are we here? I mean, I'm here to record a podcast with Lucas. I don't know why you're here, Justin. Maybe yeah, to that listen. Is, that's kind of weird. I thought I heard something earlier. That wasn't that wasn't trash pandas in your garage. That was that was Justin. Oh. I mean, he is close in, enough, so it could, be, it could have been Justin in your garage. Stop eating my trash. Yeah. 
So real question now. Brian Underwood wants to know the games that made you shed manly tears or at least got you closest to doing that. Wow. Uh, I know one that immediately comes to mind. Okay. And then there's another one that might be ridiculous. I'm not sure how many other people have played it. So I think the obvious one, though, is the season one finale of The Walking Dead. Yes. Telltale. And Donnie, Donnie put a gif of that, too. And I, that's one of my answers as well. Ah, so good. So good. I mean, it affected me. It, it, I remember that. Like, that's the number yep. one thing I think of. The one that, um, the one that I just remembered is, uh, actually, give me a second. I have to go look at the name of it. I don't remember. Okay. So, uh, but I have it right here. Okay. That's fine. Um, so yeah. So with me, The Walking Dead was one of my answers. However, I did not cry at that one, Brian. So I'm not trying to be a manly man. That one didn't make me cry, but it definitely got me emotional. I teared up a little bit, I think. Um, so that got me close to it, but the one that did was the last of us. Of course, uh, the first time I played that, not knowing what was going to happen, uh, in that opening scene, being a father of daughters, that obviously was the one that actually did make me cry. And I won't deny that it took, I had to take a break and take a second and actually breathe after that. I was just saying, Lucas, my, my answer. So the walking dead didn't get me to cry, but I was really close. Like I was, I was emotional, Uh huh. but the last of us was the one that got me, uh, that okay. opening scene, being a father, having a daughter, just that that one tore me apart to the point that like I had to stop playing for a second and regain myself before I actually continue playing the game. That one did make me cry. I will not I wish I not knew. try and deny that. I wish I I want to play that game. You should. I'm going to eventually. One day I will. Uh, so I don't know why. I'm sorry I couldn't remember, but I didn't That's actually okay. beat the game. But the game is called Lost Odyssey. I know it's um I don't know if it's rare, but it's like one of the only jrpg-esque games that was made for the xbox 360 i'm and familiar with it i just don't know it well enough but specific yeah. to the system too i think it was an exclusive um so yeah there's this part where you go and it's like soup it's fairly anime tropey and everything mm-hmm. uh but there's this part where you go to this house this cabin and you have a memory because these these people are some of these people have lived for a really long time or something. I can't really remember. But anyway, you have this flashback of these kids and this mom and the mom is dying and stuff. And I started tearing up. Like, I wasn't as bad as uh, hmm. The Walking Dead, but I was just out of nowhere. I'm just like, what in the world? Like, I wasn't. it came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. And it was very uh, heartfelt and touching. So, um, yeah, I, I remember that, too, because it was ridiculous because I'm like, Pretty sure I'm not supposed to be sh- like crying about this. <laughs> yeah. to be a man. You had uh, a bad day. That's all. I we'll did. talk up to that. It's true. It's true. But yeah, uh, this is actually this was a really fun game, uh, and I want to go back and play it. I might hook up my 360 just to do so. And it's going to red ring the second you plug it in. <laughs> probably it's going to sound like an airplane taking off. But it's like, yeah, it's four discs. On oh my Xbox god! So wow. Yeah, that I didn't know about it. That's crazy. I think there's a lot of uh, video. Yeah. Um, and our Cinematics. last question. Yeah. I know. That's good. Our last question was sent in by Nathan Thomas. He asks, can I join? We really should read these before we record. Yeah. I uh, I don't even look at the document until 10 seconds before we hit record. So. I mean, so no. That seems like the fair answer. Well, maybe maybe next week. But oh, oh wait. No. Nope. We have a guest. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah. 
Can't think of another. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's in the cards, as they say. No. Can can we can we join the Xbox show? Even though Lucas doesn't play Xbox, I think we should do that instead. This that would be like Lucas takes over PSVG at that point. I'd be almost on every show. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. Feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so thank you for sending the questions. You can always hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we typically ask day or two before recording or the day of recording in some cases. Uh, but feel free to, to let us know if there's anything you want us to answer or you can reach out to us in the Discord as well. But thank you for that. And it's been another week, Lucas. So it's time to check out the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. <laughs> Um, guess I'll go first. So the World Health Organization, you might have heard of them recently. Who? Exactly. No, who? who? The World Health Organization. Oh, okay. Who's on <laughs> Which, first? <laughs> what's on second? Um, basically the world's version of the CDC. Um, they've been obviously talking about COVID-19 a lot. But last year, if you recall, they added uh, gaming disorder to its list of addictive behaviors as a mental health yeah, we talked thing. about it a little bit, I think. Yep. Well, now they're saying that they're recommending that video games is an effective way to stop the spread of COVID-19 to help people with social distancing by still interacting with other people or escaping uh, reality in itself and kind of just forgetting about it. Similar to like when you watch a movie, you kind of just unplug your brain and say, I'm going to go on a trip and go through on this fantastical journey, whatnot. Uh, they're saying the the games are the same thing, which is really funny considering they said, well, it's dangerous and it's a mental disorder. But hey, it's also a great way to social distance. Yeah, that's tough because it's like that'd be like saying, "Oh, yeah, meth is a great way to social distance, distance, but stay active or whatever." And it's like they're never gonna say that. Uh, Don't but, do meth, uh, kids. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird situation where it's an entertainment, but also you know can can spark that addictive behavior in people. So, ooh, what a weird, what a weird thing to have to deal with, right? It's very weird. So basically, you know, Twitch and Activision Blizzard have band together with this whole initiative to hashtag play a part together. Um, there's 18 different companies actually participating all together and are using the WHO guidelines to highlight gaming's uh, capacity for physical distancing. And the World Health Organization is supportive of the idea, <clears throat> despite adding video game addiction as an official mental health disorder in May 2019. So basically almost a year later they're like yeah this is a great way to do this so yes go play video games kids go play fortnite go play minecraft it's okay see except for the people who have known problems abusing and being addictive towards games then you just get to go kick rocks outside away from everybody else you could yeah and you could go kick rocks that's also an effective way to social distance that's true i prefer to play the game rock kicker 2020 (laughs) rock kicking simulator yes exactly (laughs) what you got uh boy you know i i I got all of these when we were originally going to record so Mm -hmm. let's see if i can remember what uh i'm not going to do that one do you think i should do that one this one i'm highlighting Mm. it's kind of after the fact now yeah i wouldn't yeah too late for that you guys will never know nope that frustrate you i hope so it should it was really good but we're just not going to do it now that's right lots of entertainment probably would have made the show twice as long but that's okay uh Mountain Blade 2. I thought this was pretty cool, actually. Mount and Blade, or as I like to call it, Mountain Blade. Uh, number <laughs> so two. So Mount and Blade. Yes, two separate <laughs> things. Yes. Uh, Bannerlord. Now, I don't know about you, but I played Mountain Blade. 
uh, a long time ago when it first came out. Uh, it was pretty cool. It's a game where you, you play as this uh, character that you make sort of like Skyrim, but you're not okay. like Dragonborn or anything. Uh, you are sort of in charge of making an army, getting people sort of like hero characters, but also you could get just regular uh, cell swords and stuff like that to, to join in your army. And you can go around and you could do jobs for different kingdoms and fight wars for different kingdoms, yada, yada, yada. It was sort of, it was a very indie game and it sort of was only half realized. There wasn't, you had to kind of make your own fun. There wasn't yeah. a whole thing to, to really, uh, like a story to play out. But uh, it had a lot of interesting things and mechanics going on and I never thought it was really that big. It just kind of seemed it seemed like a niche game for certain people, PC gamers. But uh then they announced that they were going to make number two, Bannerlord, and apparently it's one of Steam's biggest launches of 2020. Now, 2020 hasn't been around that long, but we've seen some pretty big games come out already. Yeah. And for something that's so – it's like a medieval uh, – think of – basically think of uh, uh, what are the Total War games, Okay. but you play as one character Yo. in one of those battles. So – it's kind of interesting to see a game like that be one of the biggest launches launches yeah. on Steam with uh, its peak peak concurrent players reaching 178,562 uh which I thought they had a comparison but uh oh yeah Doom Eternal at that time currently boasted an all-time player peak of 104,000 104. so this is crazy. Do you think? Do you think this also has to do with what we're facing nowadays? And like, it's it's a product of good timing for a release, similar to like Animal Crossing, which I think was going to do well anyway. But it seems to be doing even better because of the situation people are in. I mean, I feel like it's got to be for a game like this. There's definitely mm. a lot of people. I mean, it puts the games that you're interested on on your to-do list at that point, right? Like maybe you weren't going to pre-order it, but now you're buying it as soon as it comes out because what else are you going to do? I'm sure there's plenty of people who probably weren't going to have enough time to play it and would just might as well wait until a sale or whatever, but nope, I got time now. Better play it and beat it immediately so that uh, I can go back to work or whatever. So I would imagine, yeah, uh, for a game like this that I wouldn't imagine anybody talking about that I know, and it's uh, even it's even reviewed really well. So it's not even just like, oh, there's a lot of people playing it. It's actually getting positive reviews. So it's the article says it's 88 percent. It's now to 85 percent. But that's still pretty darn good. Yeah. And it's early access, too. So it's not even right. That's true. Done. Yeah. Huh. I, I mean, it it's uh, beat out several of what they call perennial favorites, including Grand Theft Auto five, which tons of people still play. Yeah. And Team Fortress two, which I didn't know anyone still played. <laughs> <laughs> right. Apparently people still do. Wow. Yeah. Good on them. Good on Who them. Who knew? I can't wait for the Switch port. <laughs> In five sure years. Sure, it'll run great. <laughs> um, so you kind of alluded to this earlier. We do have a question as part of this new story, too, that I kind of bumped down to this part. Um, Sony officially delays The Last of Us Part 2 and Iron Man VR again. But mm. this time it's a little bit different because it's until further notice. Oh, ouch. Yeah. So... Uh, Last of Us Part 2 was slated for release on May 29th, and Iron Man VR was scheduled for May 15th. Uh, both titles have been delayed until further notice. Naughty Dog said it was nearly done with the development of Last of Us Part 2 and was in the midst of fixing our final bugs. However, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality that due to logistics beyond our control, 
I'm imagining it's got to be the manufacturing, I guess. We yeah. couldn't launch The Last of Us Part 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part 2 around the same time, ensuring we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant delaying the game until such a time where we can solve these logistical issues. So they're bummed about it, but they ultimately understood it's what's best and fair to all of our players. They're hoping that it won't be a long delay, but they'll update with new information as soon as they have it. Um, it was originally slated for February 2020, then they pushed it to oh, May, wow. and now they're pushing it even further. Um, it's, I mean, yeah. it's kind of a good move to a certain degree because they probably, like you said, are having manufacturing problems getting enough stock. Right. So even if they release, there's a good chance you might not be able to get it anyway. And I do think it's kind of fair if not everyone, if they know not everyone's going to be able to get it. And in today's day and age where you can have something spoiled by just going on Twitter, uh, it's probably the best. I'm sure not. I'm I'm sure lots of people are not happy about it, but you'll get to play it. I'm sure it won't be as long as it seems like it will be. I think they just can't answer the question right now. That's yeah. That's all it is. I think nobody really knows what, how, when, you know, cause even once yep. production is back up at a lot of these factories or wherever they're doing this stuff, you can imagine there's all sorts of other products have been affected. Like this is just a high profile one, but we'll look at like the movie industry is completely shut down. Nothing is yeah. releasing. Nothing is being shot. Like, you know, people are upset about sports and stuff like that. And I get that because that's a huge thing for a lot of people. Like typically the only sport I follow actively when it's on is football. And I got a long way till that's happened. But now you're thinking like, okay, basketball was delayed. Is it even going to come back? Or are they just going to not finish the rest of the season? Is there not going to be a champion this year? Like, yeah. how does this work? But then you think about all the TV shows we typically watch launching in the fall or summer. Are they going to? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, how long? It takes forever. You know, they record stuff months and months in advance and then do post-production distribution, all that stuff. Like, I don't. I think our entire world, once we get back to normal, is still going to be affected for a long time yeah. due to things having to catch up. And, and you know, not everybody's going to want to drop everything at once. Like Marvel said, okay, we can't release Black Widow. They're, they made the smart decision not to do it on Disney+. Plus. Um, and I don't think that's for financial reasons. I think that makes more political sense that, you know, we don't get to highlight the female characters very often. And Black Widow is finally getting that highlight that she probably should have had before like every other avenger had multiple movies she was just featured as a sidekick in multiple movies like this is her movie moment to release it on disney plus and not have that big theater moment i think would be not good um so they've moved the entire phase four they've they've updated their like 20 movies have been pushed out and they've given new time frames for them because this one movie that is already done that they're just not going to release yet so what's going to happen with all tv all movies that's happening it's it's a different thing so i i think you know, it's a smart move. I get totally why they're doing it. It's just, I'm afraid now it's like we have people in our community uh, and Phil Spencer has said it too, that the Xbox will still launch this fall. I, I don't know how, unless they're done producing them. Like I really don't like, unless yeah. they start going through these crazy crunches in, in China and Japan with these manufactured things, where you find people killing themselves like with the iPhone production, when they do stuff like that, where people are, you know, literally killing themselves. Um, I don't see it happening at this point when, the last hurrah for Sony was really going to be Iron Man VR and last of us part two. You have ghost of Tsushima still coming, but I mean, last of us part two is the big one for them. Yeah. PS five is coming. This is the last big game. The biggest game I think is to come out. And at this point, what sense would it make for PS four? If the PS five is going to come out a month later. Yeah. So that's why I'm almost thinking like, do you just push it to PS five? 
or do you release it and PS5 is way the heck out because are people going to buy this game and then buy a new console next month that doesn't have it on there? I, I, I don't well, know what the answer is. And I mean, I think it would make sense to push the PS5 out because with everybody, yeah, we get this stimulus check or whatever, but with everybody's kind of, well, most everybody's jobs, hmm. uh, you know, you're not getting your paycheck or yeah. you're getting a much lower paycheck, whatever it may be. The case is that your income might not be the same. It, it probably makes sense not to expect people to buy $500 machines right now. Um, I think it would affect your sales. So to me, I, yeah, I think they just, keep it a, a PlayStation 4 game. It I mean it's I don't think we're not going to be in the same boat when it comes near to Christmas. So I think mm. you know as long as that's the case PS5 launches in like November. So we get this game August probably. That's my that, guess. That wouldn't be too bad. That wouldn't be too bad. That's the case. Um so Delvin's actual question that followed the mayonnaise an instrument question uh <laughs> with the delays of such big games like the last of us 2 and iron man vr what are the chances that a lot more games get delayed and how it will affect the fall buying season uh i think it will um like you said i think everything's gonna be pushed out a few months but it the big question is is we don't really know what was coming out this year with e3 canceled we haven't had announcements we don't have dates for anything really other than what was coming out in the next two three months maybe mm-hmm. um all that's going to get pushed at least two, three months, I think, ultimately. So I don't know. I think it's going to affect a lot of things in the fall buying season. But you know games like Call of Duty, if they are if they were doing an annual release this year for the fall, I don't know if it's going to come out in the fall. Yeah. Um, all the sports games, they typically run on a calendar cycle. Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen with those. Ubisoft delayed their entire catalog from E3 last year. Probably with plans to release it this year or very early next year. I don't know what happens with those either. Like, So I think we're gonna, it's going to be greatly affected by it overall but I don't think we'll ever fully understand the extent because they didn't announce a lot of this stuff and they're not going to, I think until they have a better idea. Like I think game companies, once things are ramping back up, if they do digital presentations, I know IGN's working on doing something similar to E3, but it's going to last like the whole month. Like they're basically grabbing and saying, okay, we're, we're going to get everyone together and try and do things. I think they're going to be really careful about announcing dates. We may get years, I think they're going to be really careful until they know because they don't want to continually do things like last of us. This is obviously coronavirus is something very different, but it was already announced. It was delayed like two times and then that was supposed to set to come out. Now it's not again. I don't think they want to do that anymore and they don't want to crunch people once they go back to work. Cause even once we start going back, it's going to be a tiered process. Everyone's it's not just gonna be like the door is going to open. Everyone just goes back to work. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen. It's going to be a slow get back to how things are back to our normal that I think we're going to see major delays in games where they pro- studios probably lose six to eight months worth of development time, I think. So that's going to have to push calendars out, I think, overall, as far as getting things out that were supposed to be out this year. Maybe it doesn't. So what we thought was going to be a great year of gaming might still be that way, but I think we have a lot less games to look at. I think it's a great backlog year for us. We can all catch up before the new consoles come out. Yeah. I, I also had the thought that, you know, with everybody buying it's much easier now to just buy digital, right? Mm-hmm. And it may have changed the mind of some people who were holdouts for digital. Yep. I wonder if this is the bump for digital that we see where it it gets even more prevalent from now on, just because so many people just got used to it. They're like, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. I really yeah. don't miss having a case and, you know, with a download code in it, <laughs> whatever. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I don't see how it, I don't see how it won't. 
but like you said, I wonder how much stuff out there was not um, didn't ha- no one has talked about yet that was planning on releasing this year that may yeah. not now, and we just never know. Yep. So, yep. for sure. But yeah, I think the digital thing is a good point because I know they're everybody's doing big sales. They're trying to get people to buy games, and it's of course digital right now. So we're seeing a lot of it right now. I think it really will push a lot of people. I am a big believer in it now. I have a few physical games. I made very few physical purchases, mm-hmm. although I did just do one because it was an Amazon deal. But that's like the only reason why I did. Typically, I'll, I'll do digital. I'm I'm completely fine with it now. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to change a lot of people's minds. But yeah. What else you got? Uh, well, it wouldn't be me reporting something if I didn't talk about Fallout 76. Uh, so here's some interesting news. I think it's good news. And it also still uh, shows us that people are playing this darn game. I don't know who. Uh, Fallout 76 is free on Steam for people who already own it on PC. So if. For the people who are complaining that uh, I have to launch Fallout 76 on a Bethesda launcher, uh, well, it's going to be free. If you if you own it there, it'll be free on Steam. You can have it in your Steam launcher if that really floats your boat. Uh, it's launching on Steam April 14th. So you got, what, 10 days from recording right now? About, about yes. a week by the time yeah. you hear this, about a week. Uh, so yeah, Bethesda said anybody who owns the the game on Bethesda.net will get a free copy on Steam if you link your account by April twelfth. So right before it comes out, you gotta you gotta link your account on Steam and Bethesda. You get it for free. It's not gonna happen forever. Okay, just because you think you have it now doesn't mean you can do it later when it launches. It's true. And if so, you do do it, and you also play Fall Seven Six, you also get. Um, Fallout 1, 2, and Tactics for any, for free if you play on Steam between April 14th and 28th, which I think is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I didn't even... That, that should be the headline. <laughs> <laughs> play uh, this old game yeah. that doesn't play anything like the new games. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so... Um, so Fallout Lucas, for everyone. What? I, I reinstalled Fallout 76. I thought I saw you playing it a little so, while ago. And I wasn't talking about it because I was going to save it for the podcast, um, but then... Um, I think it was Garrett noticed, or maybe uh, Jared. Somebody noticed it and called me out on it, saying he, he's playing Fall 76. They thought it was an April Fool's Day joke because it was on April 1st. Oh, and I was like, no, I actually went back to play it a little bit. So I, I was familiar with it when the um, the NPCs come in, the Wastelanders update uh, comes in. I wanted to re-familiarize myself with that. I created a new character. Yeah. I started from scratch. Um, I kind of like it. It runs better than it did when I played before. It is still very dead environment, to be literal. Um, because there's no characters it's all just robots and recording so right uh, visually it does look a lot better it seems to run a lot better it's just a matter of okay we should wait for the the life to be brought in which hopefully is done with this update i'm still a little leery that and it's only because we were promised things before and it didn't happen the way they intended was that this really isn't going to be as big of an update adding npcs and basically building a story as we were led to believe so i'm still being cautiously optimistic but uh I will find out when it launches and uh, I will definitely report back on it, but it is installed. It is ready to go. I refamiliarize myself. So yeah. I don't know. I'm not as familiar with what the, the patch is fully going to do or the, the update or the expansion, whatever you want to call it. Is there going to be new story content delivered yes. by NPCs yes. involving NPCs? Okay. Yep. yep. So they're basically populating the world because, and, and it can fit into the storyline of fault 76. Cause you got to remember is the plot for fault 76 is you're the first people out of the vault. Right. And that was their justification for not having people. Well, now it's been a year and a half later. 
So now other people come out of their vaults. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense that you, that's how they're tying it in. So it's not the worst uh, stretch they're trying to go for story-wise. You mean but that's how they're covering their tracks? Exactly. 100%. 100%. That's exactly what they're doing. I don't know if it was ever in their entire plan all along. Right. I don't know. But this is definitely a great way to cover up the mistakes. There's, there's not been very many MMORPGs that have launched and been very good yeah. at the, in the first year. You know, And it took many other ones to... To for them to build on the corpses of MMORPGs that came before them to actually do a launch that that uh, was a good game within the first four months or whatever. So right, that makes sense. Uh, and speaking of Bethesda, and speaking yes. of E3 being canceled, uh, Pete Hines, the VP of Marketing, announced Bethesda won't be holding any sort of digital news event in June around when E3 would have been. Um, he announced on Twitter, other publishers have mentioned working on alternate plans following the event's cancellation. The Nothing Firm has been announced yet. Obviously, IGN has now come out and said they've got a couple people on board to do something. Maybe that will change, but I am a little bummed that we won't get any sort of presentation by Bethesda because generally I enjoy them. Do you think that maybe this just means they're not going to do it in June and they might do one later? That's what so I'm that hoping. Beholden to a date. That's what I'm hoping, but I also wonder how much stuff they have to talk about. Um, we know they got Skyrim. They've been working on that for a while. Doom just launched, so it's not like they're gonna announce another Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the new? What's the new one? The new uh, the Elder Scrolls that they're working on? It's the called? Skyrim or Elder Scrolls. It's just numbered. They didn't give it a name. Name number I don't think. six, right? Yeah, I think or so. Five or something like Gosh, that. Gosh, who knows? I, I have no clue. Who cares? It's Elder Scrolls. Um, but like anything else announced would have been announced for the first time. Um, other than Elder Scrolls, so they can be cautious. Like I mentioned, with like, hey, developers probably want, don't want to jump out and say, hey, this game's launching in 2021 because now they don't know. Um, you know, Rage is already out. That's all the DLC for that came out. They're not going to announce a new Rage. They could do something with Dishonored or Prey or something like that. If they're still playing with those licenses, but ultimately, like, I don't know what they'd have to talk about anyway. So maybe they're just being really cautious, saying, okay, we'll do something about Elder Scrolls when we're ready, yeah. and maybe announce some games once we know more. Well, and all oh. those games are getting, you know, game development in general is affected. So yep. why? You There's know, no rush to announce something. anything. Yeah. So I, I am bummed because I, I, like I said, I'm a huge Bethesda fan. I, I, I mean, heck, I just bought the, the game I bought on Amazon deal was uh, The Evil Within 2 because I didn't get a chance ah, to ever play that. Yes. So that's I what need I bought. To play that too. Yep. So I still have, you know, Dishonored 2, Dishonored uh, The Outsider, whatever it was called. I haven't played that yet. I now have The Evil Within 2 now and I have to play that. So like I have all these games to play from Bethesda. I, I buy everything they do. Um, so I'm a little bummed that I won't get to see the new stuff, but like I said, I'd rather have stuff coming out within the next year than they announce things and talk about things coming out two or three years later. So nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah I'm bummed. I hope they release something. <sighs> Me too. I'm sure they're doing something. They're not just going to quit making games. You guys calm down. It's the All end. Right. All right. So I've seen now I'm, re- I got this news article around april fools but i went through and i tried to double check (laughs) i think this is just a kind of a rumor right now so just take it as you will but i don't think anybody will be surprised that apparently nintendo is working on remastering multiple mario games for the 35th anniversary of mario uh, including super mario 64 which i understood was the untouchable one but you know what I guess as long as you don't reboot it and you just up res it and yeah, because that's a tough game to go back to 
like controls wise. It really is. Yeah. So if they just modernize that, like it's same game, just modernize the controls and graphics. I, I think it's perfectly fine. And I, I would feel, have, I would have fun going back to that. I, think. I feel like Odyssey is how I remember 64 yeah. playing. Right. So as exactly. long as, cause all the moves are there, skydive mm-hmm. and, and, uh, crouch jump and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So here's the big one for me is super Mario sunshine and yes. super Mario galaxy, both of them. But like I recently tried to play Super Mario Sunshine for the first time, and it's it's not a pretty game to look at. Even if you, even if you, uh, emulate it, let's just say, and res up res the the graphics alone, it just mm. I don't know. It needs the controls are slightly backwards. I can never get used to GameCube where left is right and right and left yeah. is left for yep. for the camera and stuff like that. So. For convenience sake alone, it would be nice to be able to own these on the Switch. And and they're old enough, and they haven't come out 8,000 times. They didn't come out for Wii U, did they? Or, or Wii or Wii U? Um, well, I mean, um, Super Mario Galaxy. Well, Galaxy did, was, but. yeah. But the other two, no. Super Mario Sunshine has never been touched again. Super Mario 64, they put out on the 3DS, um, and they added, like, multiplayer capability. They added, like, Yoshi, uh. um, Wario. And Luigi, I think, okay. um, but ultimately, like they didn't. Really, I mean, they they touched it up, but it wasn't like a a massive overhaul. I don't think I didn't even really get into that because, like, I, I don't want to play that in like a handheld, yeah. a tiny handheld at least. A Switch, right. I'm okay with. Um, but yeah, and at Super Mario 3D World, we're looking at rumored uh, rumor of a new Paper Mario game. It just that seemed, surprised me, Paper Mario. You no, know, it needs to. Uh, Paper Mario is a great series. Um, and Color Splash, I'm surprised it's a new one. So Color Splash was the one that came out at the end of the Wii U. Life cycle, and they have they haven't re-released it, and that I find very odd mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of people didn't play it just because the Wii U was dead at that point. Yeah, um, it was very late, like a couple months before the Switch launched, kind of deal. Um, they should uh, they should release that and yep. the new one and the new bundle. one. Oh, that'd be yeah. really great, but that'd be pipe dreams. There, <laughs> they, they would they would be that kind because people me, will pay the sixty bucks for it. Let me keep my pipe dreams. Right, right. Um, we, so some of the. Sorry, good. Oh, I was gonna say, didn't we talk about this? Because there was a rumor that they were reworking on some stuff that they would re-release. Yes. Uh, uh, st- uh, Nintendo more than just Mario, but we were talking about. I remember we guessed at what they would be re-releasing, mm-hmm. and I know we were like, "Well, Mario would be the obvious choice." Yeah. Um, but I'm surprised that they're doing as much as they are. Yeah, I mean, people have been begging for 3D World, which I which I get. A lot of people like that game. I did, wasn't crazy about it, but that's that's fine. I get that. That makes sense. That's the cats one, right? Yep. Yep, exactly. <laughs> You're just um, a cat the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the most powerful version. Um, but they're talking about potential that these all the older ones are bundles, like Super Mario All-Stars was back in the day where they're like, hey, it's one cart and it comes with all the different things. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool too. But I feel like if you're really up-resing and, and putting polish on Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine, you could charge 60 bucks and people will pay it. Like I would. Yeah. Right. And Mario galaxy bundle one and two, if you want, that's fine. Um, those were good games. I didn't like them as much as I liked Mario 64 and super Mario sunshine, but they were both good games still. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really surprised that supposedly all this is happening this year. That's a lot of Mario. Even yeah. if they bundle, it's a lot of Mario and it's a 35th anniversary. It's not yeah. a 30th. It's yeah. not a 40th. I that was weird. So it, yeah, it seems a little maybe weird. thirty-five means something else in Japan. I, maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, it's weird. I I'd rather have, and we talked. This has been a huge story in the Discord. People talking about what they'd rather have done, and like, all right, that's fine, do them. But then 
what about the Metroid Prime trilogy? I want that. I want that. I want Pikmin, you know, remaster. Like, do some of the other games that we're expecting, not just all of these Mario games, because in my head, you're almost hurting sales. Because if you release, like, typically we see like two Mario games, maybe three a year. You're talking about like six here. That's a lot. Yeah, they've got to be bundling some of them. Right. It's because if not, it's going to cannibalize itself in sales. Like, there's no way people are going to buy all the Mario games. I mean, maybe. To me, that's lunacy. Like, I wouldn't be looking at stuff like the ones I'm mostly interested in are Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and then depending on how the Paper Mario game looks, like, that's it. I no desire for the Super Mario 3D world. Don't really care to replay the Mario Galaxy games as good as they were. So, like, I'm fine, but, like, you're you're not getting me to buy them all. Like, you're just not. Here's here's what they're going to do. Here's what Nintendo does. when And whenever they plan on rolling these out, they're going to do a direct, and they're going to drop that one of them is available now. Because they always make something available now. And then they're going to release something, uh, I don't know, in the summer. Mm-hmm. Well, assuming that this happens before. The, before That's the, true. Yep. Nintendo Direct. And then the rest maybe around Christmas or the big like bundle one around Christmas. Mm. I, I don't I don't know. I, I feel like if you're releasing this many, you got to space them out or else you're right. You're going to you're going to have a hard time choosing between which version of Mario you want. Yeah. Yeah, that's, says, not a, that's not a future I can live in. It's true. It says the the rumors were the 35th anniversary reveal was initially slated to take place at E3 2020 in June, but E3 has been canceled. Obviously, Nintendo said to be reviewing its plans for these announcements. Eurogamer chimed in saying that Super Mario 3D World Deluxe will feature an array of new levels that did not appear in the Wii U version. Uh, Gamatsu rounded out the rumor filled, um, saying that the new Paper Mario the deluxe version of the 3D world in a high definition remasters of older games, which has led to um, Mario 64 sunshine speculation as well. So paper Mario origami. He goes to Japan origami creatures. I play it. already happened. <laughs> no. Okay, good. Well, I just made a game. I mean, there's some origami in Yoshi's crafted world, but it's, it's fine. Paper Mario is a different kind of game. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. There you go. Last story we got. Call of Duty, we mentioned earlier. Modern Warfare 2 has been remastered, and guess what? It's already out. There's your announcement. Done. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Apparently, it's the year of the remaster. It is. I mean, well, I mean, that's kind of expected, I think, in a year before console launch, I think. They're kind of weighing in the options of, like, what are we going to do? Don't want to release something on just this console. Don't want to release something, you know, what's the point of releasing it this year and then again next year? So I think they're kind of spacing things out. Um, It's available digitally on PS4 for 20 bucks. Wow. And it's timed exclusive to the end of April, though. So, oh, okay, yeah, yep. So, if you want to play it on Xbox, nope. So, wait, Can't you're saying it. there's just a, a window? Oh, it's a timed exclusive. Oh, never mind, never mind. I almost had one of my classic misunderstandings that made no <laughs> sense. So, yeah, I mean, Call of Duty. So, Activision has had an agreement basically this whole console generation with marketing campaign with PS4. So, they've gotten different things of like exclusive maps early exclusive modes early i think at different points different things but never the game itself yeah i've been delayed this is the first time they're doing it now it's only the story campaign there's no multiplayer for modern warfare 2 it's just a remastered of the a reimagining of the uh not uh, remastered of the story campaign only i only play them for the story anyway what what do we need five different versions with multiplayer that's i'm with you i play the battle royale i haven't played any other multiplayer because i don't really care i just I'll, I'll, I'll play the stories um they're bundling it with some um new character skins and weapon blueprints and stuff um, for Warzone if you if you get it now. Like if you purchase PS4 things, basically a bundle, you get extra stuff too. 
I think this was the one that I really like. I think this is the one I jumped in on the COD thing, Call of Duty. I mean, I remember th- uh, before Modern Warfare and everything, but this was the one that reignited basically. This is the one where you had the mission where you were playing a terrorist. Yeah. Oh, so. Favorite mission. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> sorry. Oh my gosh. That was. <laughs> I actually well, it was a good one, guys. Five years in, we have to cancel the show. Sorry. <laughs> how did you feel about that mission? Did it stri- like I played it and didn't even realize there was controversy about it until afterward? I mean, I I get the controversy around it. Like it didn't really affect me though, because I'm like, it, it, all these games, you're mass murdering people one way or another. So like, yeah, does it really matter if you're the good guys or the bad guys in some of these aspects? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like when you kill the stormtroopers in Star Wars. Like, were really all of them bad guys, or like were they forced into? you know becoming a stormtrooper yeah but you didn't go into a stormtrooper airport and uh shoot down all the stormtrooper civilians that were there that's right you just went to their home the death star and blew it up <laughs> like what if there were kids on there like you don't know they don't know what yeah. was in there you'd have to, they'd brought their families they of course there right some people were just stormtrooper janitors mm-hmm they didn't do anything evil except for didn't clean up that spill and that guy slipped and well, we, well as we learned in the new the new trilogy that like yeah they were brainwashed some of the stormtroopers didn't even know what they were doing there you go they couldn't Finn help right them. Finn was brainwashed or whatever yeah I guess he uh, snapped out of it but everybody else was brainwashed so I think it was the force that broke him out of it or brainwashed him all brainwashed him mind control damn force it's literally the problem in every movie the force yeah or brainwashing. Well, one and the same, really, if you think about it. This is not the ending we were looking for. It's getting too deep. Pull out. Pull out. That's what she said. Um, so let's wrap this show up on that note. Let's not get any worse. It's getting late. Lucas and I are punch, punch drunk at this point. Um, Lucas, where can people find you on the interwebs? Oh, boy. Uh, all over the place. Twitter, at heavy metal underscore riff. I'm on Instagram. You want to see the things I've been baking? You want, if you want to check that Wait, have out. Have you been both on Instagram? Oh, yeah, I think so. Do I so. not follow you on Instagram? I know I see it on Facebook. Maybe I don't. Oh, dude, if you're not following me on Instagram, you're missing out. Well, I see it on Instagram and I see it on, I mean, I see it on Facebook. I see it in the Discord. Heavy metal underscore riff. Yeah, I stopped posting them in Discord because uh, they don't appreciate the things I do there. Not me just either. baking. Uh, yeah, heavy metal underscore riff. Post things about my car, my baking. My whole life outside of gaming, really. Uh, so, yeah, you can go on there and look at my pictures. Oh, no, I do follow yeah. you. I guess I'm just not on Instagram as much. I'm not either. I just post pictures and then I leave. I, I, I use yeah. it for the filters because my camera has sucky ones. Uh, <laughs> especially for food because food is hard, man. If you just take a picture of food and then post it, it looks like garbage, just yep. so you know. Anybody the lighting is always that, off and stuff. Yeah. yeah, all the food looks gray and mm-hmm. awful. You got to bump that contrast up. Bye. Sweet. So you're saying that frosting wasn't gray? No, it was actually uh, Technicolor purple. It oh, really okay. looks great. Trust me, it was huh. very masterful. Uh, and I'm on Discord as usual. So, yeah. Yeah, we were we were both accused of being uh, Discord saboteurs of each other's yeah, Discord channel. Yeah, I saw apparently. that. I said we keep the balance. You know, <laughs> we do. I I come to PSVG land and I, I I cause havoc, and you do the same over at Fluxpose. It's because I can speak freely in Fluxpose Discord. We're the Lokis of Discord, if you will. Yes, yes, Loki Lokis. That's right. You can follow me at PSVG Kevin on all the things, all the Instagrams and Twitters and Facebooks and consoles and Steam and Epic and what's the other launcher? Bethesda launcher. Bethesda launcher. <laughs> yeah, it's everything. <laughs> is PSVG Kevin. Um, come follow me. Hey, if you want to play Animal Crossing, come to my island. I can go to your island. Let me know. Just uh, hit Bring me up. If, you're, if you follow me on Twitter, you can look up 
my friend code through that. That's easier than me posting my friend code anywhere, uh, to be honest. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, head on over to psvg.blog to find all the things the network does as a whole. And if you like and appreciate this nonsense, head on over to patreon.com slash psvg. Toss us a buck or two. Get a whole bunch of extra content uh, besides this and from other people. Uh, but overall, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. And uh, we hope that this was an escape, at least for a little bit, for you all. But most importantly, we ask, as always, that you never stop gaming. Social distancing. (laughs) This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.